from Christ Church Cathedral in Houston, Texas. This is Making Our Home for Faith, the podcast. As we journey through the season of Easter, join ministers for young adults, youth, and children, Christy, Marcia, and Carrie Ann for a time of shared wisdom that we are calling Trail Mix. Small bites of truth for our travels, both spiritual and physical. There is such richness that comes from sharing what we are learning on the road of life. In the words of St. Augustine of Hippo, it is solved through walking. We are honored to walk this leg of the journey home with you. A prayer to the Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle in us the fire of your love. Envía tu Espíritu Creador y renueva la faz de la tierra. O God, who by the light of the Holy Spirit did instruct the hearts of the faithful, grant that by that same Holy Spirit we may be truly wise and ever enjoy his consolations. Por Cristo nuestro Señor. Amen. Amen. A reading from John. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him, he bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our word for this week, or this week of our journey is growing. And I just recently became a gardener. I started my first um, garden beds. Uh, Have you guys gotten to see any of the pictures yet? I saw some and I was very impressed by how well you're doing. (laughs) Well, it's all still living. I've only had to pull one thing. Um, But as, as my garden coach, Callie and I were putting it in, I pulled out every moment. Holy. It's a book of liturgies. And there was one on starting a garden. Actually, Christy, you were the one who pointed me to it. So (laughs) thank you for that. Um, And I just wanted to share a little piece of that, that liturgy for gardening. As we co-labor with you and your creation to produce a beneficial harvest, may we find in such toil a kind of rest. May this plot of ground become a hallowed space and these hours a sacred time for reflection, for conversation with friends and family, and for fellowship with you, our creator. Through our tending of your delightful creations, renew our tired hopes, redeem our wearied imaginations. It just was interesting to think of gardening as co-creating, also sacred time. I kind of grew up with gardening being a chore, something Mm -hmm. that we had to do because we needed food on the table. Um, And so to look at it through a different lens and with, it has made me much more um, actively involved. I have to get my fingers dirty. Like I have to feel around in the dirt to see if it's wet enough. Um, I also learned that, that when you garden or when you water, excuse me, when you water, you water around the plant, not like on top of it, because you want the roots to kind of spread out and grow out toward that nutrients, those nutrients in, in the water. And 
it's just doing a whole lot inside of me as I'm journaling this journey. Um, so that's what I wanted to share today. Did you say that you, 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 you dig in your hands to sort of make space? I'm digging in to, to figure out how wet the soil is. If it's, okay. not, if it's not wet enough, it looks wet on the top. That's mm-hmm. the diff, That's the weird thing, right? It looks, looks fine. But once you get down in closer to where the roots are, you find out it didn't go all the way down. It stopped at the top. And if all the roots do is stay on a surface level, then the sun beats down and, and kills it off, right? So I need those roots to go deep, which means I have to water deep. And I have to figure that out by getting my hands dirty. Mm. The nurturing of our deep roots. I like that. Yeah, mm. it's good stuff. <laughs> but you also don't want to soak it thinking, well, if I'll just pour this whole bucket and it'll get down there. No, also being intentional about where you're putting it, right? Right, exactly, exactly. That's awesome. So I, um, to sh- I want to share... Um, a conversation between um, Morgan Harper Nichols. Um, So she's a poet writer. um, And something I love about her is that she'll listen and she'll, what she's listened, she'll put it into art. Mm -hmm. Um, So I love that. So she had a conversation with um, this guy named uh, Brad Montag, which, and Brad is a creator of the web series, uh, Kid President. So they were talking about growing Um, and growing up. Um, So I'm going to share with you a little bit of the conversation. So this is Brad, and he says, getting older has terrified me for a very long time. I think it does a lot to people, and that's part of why we don't think about them or talk about them nearly as much as we should, because there's this fear that when we're marching towards their same path, and we just don't want to that, and we just don't want to think about it, and yet I think a lot comes from that, from the false idea of what it means to grow. That's a lot of what I learned. I, I think this is the, I think this idea that it's like a cat, caterpillar growing in which you just turn into a cat, caterpillar, you grow, you're beautiful. And that's the end of the story. You close the book, but really it's not an instant becoming, it's a daily growth. Mm. So let me tell you about when I learned about how lobsters grow. Suddenly, it gave me a lot of hope. Lobsters, they will grow so big on their insides that their outsides can't contain them anymore. So their shells break open. And then the whole process of them having to get out of the shell is is that that they have to fight and struggle and shake it off. And then they're totally naked. They're gushy, blob, blob, they can't see they're vulnerable. They, they could be totally eaten or attacked so that they have to hide under a rock and then they grow the shell back, but they do it hundreds and hundreds of times. They're like, they did it once. And then they're like, I did it. I'm done again, over and over again. Their whole life is one of growing or then healing from having just grown. So you think about who you're going to become. You will have to grow you have, you will have grown in ways that you can't imagine. And that even though your outer shell might have cracked, there's so much inner growth that's happened that that's put you where you're, where you're, where you need to be in this now. Wow. Whoa. 
<laughs> Whoa. So, so I love, <laughs> go ahead. My, my favorite part of this um, growing, and I tease a lot, of, a lot of people about like millennials and centennials and being all this, right? Um, but in, in most recent times, I think um, growing is also being more and more becoming um, vulnerable. And, I, and that really stuck out to me how these like lobsters, like their inner is so growing so much that they have to break open. Mm. Right? And so I'm um, like, how many times have I fought that? Have I fought to, to, to break open and to become vulnerable to the point that you almost can't see, you know? Um, so that was so rich to me. Mm. And you create, like you've made the shell. You're like, I'm good. I redid it. I'm good. I'm, I have all my protection and then boom, you, you know? So I think that's the beautiful part is I think in life we kind of thought, okay, well, I know what I'm doing now. Like I've, I've pushed myself to the point of becoming a different person. And then like, God's not done. Like we have to continually break that shell. And I think that's something that I've had to wrestle with. I'm like, no, I did it. I have my great little story that I can talk about my testimony, if you will. Right. I'm done. Like happy. It's got a bow on it. And, and then right then is when God says, no, no, you need to break. You, you are popping out of that shell. I love that. Yeah. I feel like this year has been just a great big lobster blobness. Like I have, I have felt vulnerable at every turn. I've, I've felt like I can't see, I can't figure out what, what, what the expectation, what am I supposed to be doing here? And, and yet knowing that in that time, God is growing this shell that I'm going to need in the next season, whatever that is, Mm -hmm. um, is comforting, right? There's something about that. That's like, I may feel super vulnerable right now, but God's helping to build the armor that I need for the next season in this season. Um, I don't know that I knew that about lobsters. I guess I just thought they like had a shell and that was their deal, you know? (laughs) I had no idea either. Uh, and so this was, it was, it was awesome to learn. Um, and I, and, and then the other part is like how they grow, right? How they, constantly working at that growing that new shell um, that's good stuff yeah. that's good stuff you should definitely start using the lobster over the butterfly for sure I think that we should have some <laughs> conversations with our Episcopal you know tables we sit at like, what was the friends um you're my lobster you're my what? lobster <laughs> right okay done okay okay got it. yeah yeah <laughs> gotta love Okay, so um, I love Jo Saxton, and, and in her book, uh, The Dream of You, she starts off each chapter with a, a letter, and it's kind of like a letter to um, your people, and so um, I'm going to read um, one of those letters. Um, the, the chapter is called the song, the song in My Heart, so she says, uh, hey, sister, I've been your companion for a while now, but while letters and books are fun, There's no replacement for the flesh and blood experience of walking through life with someone. Mm -hmm. So who will be your companions for the next leg of your journey? You'll need people who see you and know you people unafraid to remind you of the fullness of who you are. They won't be threatened by you because they are the kind of women who celebrate who you are. You need people who want to hear your voice and don't mind how loud it gets. 
people who get excited about your dreams and your unfolding purpose. Has anyone other than Jesus come to mind yet? I understand your concerns. The reality is that people can cause great pain in our lives. They have named and shamed us. They have bullied, belittled, and silenced us. They have rejected us and hurt us in unimaginable ways. It has taken us years to emerge from the wreckage of broken relationships. It's hard to trust people now. So how could you possibly invite anyone into this experience with you? It has been so tender in places that including others seems like the worst place to risk such vulnerability. Yet there is another truth that, should, that, sh that we should acknowledge. People have been some of the greatest instruments of healing and redemption in our lives. They have blessed us and built us. They have listened and identified with us. They have stood with us and invested in us. They have befriended us and loved us and then loved us more. They have seen us and empowered us. Brene Brown has noted in her book, Daring Greatly, we're hardwired for connection. And that's what it's what gives purpose and meaning to our lives. God's dream of you includes his dream for the redemptive covenant community. The kind of environment where we just don't attend, we belong, where we don't solely observe, but we engage as we share our journey by sharing lives and stories. Still unconvinced? That's okay. When we've been wounded by the bad, it's hard to even imagine the possibilities of the good, but the good does exist. So to help you move towards it, and tentatively is fine, let me share a vision of the good. This is the kind of good that God can do when he transforms us through community for you always, Joe. The first thing that hits me is that growing is no fun. <laughs> I was going to use a different word. Growing is no fun, right? Like being this lot, right? And so I think sometimes it's scary, but it's even scarier when you don't grow at the same level as those around you. And that can be really hard. And so I think finding that community um, that not only sees the potential of growth, but also doesn't question when you um, make life changes that could seem very awkward and weird to other people, right? Like, so having those people that can say, well, tell me, maybe they don't understand the, the, the changes. And so like finding out um, like, hey, tell me more rather than like, whoa, no, 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 no we always use purple pens. Why, why are you trying to change? Even something as simple as that. I've had um, people that I love that uh, do that. So anyway, I, I just wanted to share that sweet uh, letter from Joe. I, I, when you were reading that, I was like, here they are right here. Right. These are, these are the people that I'm growing with in this season. And, and we're not of the same generation. I think sometimes we think that um, that we all are going to grow up in the same youth group and we will have all gone to the same school and done all the same. And God brings people into our life that are at different ages and stages. And, and we can learn whether they're older or younger from us. We can learn from them if we're, if we're open to that, if we're willing to be vulnerable. And, oh, I love that. I love how this is fitting together. I just think God's so cool. 
And being part of a community that that you don't attend, but that you belong mm. is essential too. And I yeah. really heard that, really felt that belonging somewhere. Well, guys, our um, breath prayer for this week on the inhale. So a breath prayer is like one that you can say as you're like breathing fast or trying to learn to slow down and breathe slow. Um, and it can be a centering thing, something to, to get you from that hurry scurry down to a, a place of calm and rested. And so on the inhale, we'll say the word the words, God, grow something beautiful. You can take that really slow. God, grow something beautiful. And on the exhale, in me. So on the inhale, God, grow something beautiful. And then on the exhale, in me. So I'm going to, we'll do that three times just together, just to get ourselves in a, in a good spot. I'll say the words and you just do the breathing. How about that? God, grow something beautiful in me. God, grow something beautiful in me. God, grow something beautiful in me. Amen. You've been listening to Making Our Home for Faith, a podcast production of Christ Church Cathedral in Houston, Texas. You can find supplemental materials on our website at ChristChurchCathedral.org forward slash home for faith. Please subscribe to our podcast and leave us a five-star rating because that's nice. And also we want to be able to continue to make this content for others. Special shout out to our cathedral family who are walking virtually the Camino de Santiago during the season of Easter. We are walking with you and praying for you. This trail mix has been made especially for you. Artwork for the podcast by Jenna Cook Garcia with Day Made Designs. Theme music for the podcast by Tori McClure. We pray that your home be blessed and strengthened today as we make our home for faith together.